Wandering through the great plains of life Things move fast, sometimes a blur Don't you let this bumpy road Separate you from the herd And when you think the day is done The sun is getting low We're all looking for something rare The great white buffalo The great white buffalo Podcast with Ben Mayfield I always am impressed with people's socks Like if they go out and they have like impressive socks whether it's like colorful socks, like a character sock. Like I for Christmas this year I got twenty pairs of Star Wars socks. Each one's different. And I'm just impressed by people's socks. I think people need to respect the sock game more so. I agree. And if you're a bland soccer that's no, lame. Thank you. Exactly. I always have patterned socks on. <laughs> They're almost always Harry Potter socks. Because my friend Emmy got me a like a twenty five pack, an advent calendar of Harry Potter socks. That's what I got for Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a ton of Harry Potter socks. So I wear them every day. But then I also have a lot of fun. I have a lot of crew socks. Those like crew length socks. I have a ton. Oh, is that like this? No, that's ankle. This is crew. When it comes up, crew when it's a little longer. Yeah, I have a ton of them because I wear them with Converse. I can never find cute socks. I never. No, like I don't. Amazon, like, fantastic place. I know, but all the ones I've seen on Amazon are like just tacky. But I like the ones that you have on. I like the ones that you have on. But I just like. So we need to start a GoFundMe for, for Maisie's socks. <laughs> no, I, I have got the money for the socks. I just like I want. If you want to adopt a poor college kid who can't afford <laughs> socks, call in today at the Great White Buffalo Podcast <laughs> to support Maisie. Please send Maisie socks in our PO box. <laughs> I, <laughs> <her> sock phone. <laughs> it's like, well, do you even have socks on right I do, now? Do they're no show. No show? No show. No show because she has no socks. I'm no, also I do have socks on. That's no gross. Show I don't have socks wear. on. You know how like, smelly my shoes would get? Dude, I've ruined a lot of pair of shoes not wearing socks with them. Because I was like, oh, I don't like wearing no shows with these tennis shoes, but I don't want my socks to show. So I just didn't wear socks and I absolutely destroyed the shoes. Like, oh. I had to throw them away. They smelled so bad. There's a Yo, reason they call feet dogs. There's Do- a reason because your they shoes okay. smell like, like dogs Fritos. Smell like absolute Fritos. Because that happened this summer, where I first heard the term "dogs" referred to as your toes. Yeah. yeah, is that like a new thing? That's not. That is not like an old school thing. Um, I don't, like, I don't know. I think it's becoming more pro- popular and like relevant. Yeah. They're like, let them dogs out. And I was like, what are you yeah, are you yeah. or you could say like a lot of people like in old old days they would say like, oh my dogs are barking whenever they would take their shoes off. The old no, days, no like one the old said days. That. Like, what, like I remember Dickens? like watching like eighties movies and stuff like okay. that, and they're like, oh my dogs what, are barking. Name one eighties movie where he said my <laughs> dogs are barking and it's his feet out. I don't remember. I don't remember, but not I always feel like weapon. no, not commando. I wasn't alive during not that time, Die so Hard. I don't know. A Die lot Hard of them. wasn't crawling in, and going, let my dogs out. I did watch Die Hard recently. I'm like, man, his dogs, because he's walking barefoot on glass, and I was oh, like, man, his true. dogs. But like, stop it. I say dogs. <laughs> I refer. You don't like feet? No, I don't like feet, but also like just like the image of someone walking on glass or like whatever. Oh, like stop. like all of Die Hard, yeah. pretty much the entire movie, he was raw dogging it. Like I hated <laughs> well, it. Okay, I first hated of all, it. Be careful about our language there, okay? I'm not gonna say that on the podcast, but that is No, uh, the podcast is already recorded. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mayfield, and today we are <laughs> Off to a great start here. I'm with two hilarious people who I don't know knew I was recording, but I definitely was. Uh, to my left, one of the most unique names I've ever seen because I also didn't even know how to spell it. M A I Z I E. Yes. Maisie. My, yes. What's up, Maisie? Hi. 
Is Maisie short for like amazing? No. Oh hey, my there goodness. it is. I'm just kidding. What is it Maisie like your full name? Yeah, Maisie's just my full name. Oh, okay. Cause I know there's like there's the actress from uh Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones, it's Maisie Williams, but she does hers with an S. Yeah, okay. Like, whenever I look up my name online, that's who pops up. And she's a very nice lady, but no Z. So no she's Z. Not, not as cool. She's a, yeah. she's a faker. I know, Maisie's short for Margaret in some, in Well, that, like, that's what I was wondering. Uh, I had a friend, I'm going to introduce you in a second. I know you're waiting for it. Oh, but, I'm so excited. But we're going to make you, we're going to make her wait. Because I had a friend, I had several friends in high school. One went by Margot. Shout out to Brasky, Margot Brasky. She was but a Margaret. But this other girl who's a very dear friend of mine, well, Brasky was too, her name was Margaret, but she went by Hoopy. H-O-O-P-I-E. Hoopy. Hoopy Ball. And her her older sister went by Kitty, and her name was Catherine. And then the other the oldest one was Missy. Her name was Marissa. So I, I kind of got it, like Marissa, da, 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 and they just let, they just called her Hoopy. The older sisters yeah. just named her Hoopy, and she went by that. That was her, like everybody called her that. Like even adults would call her that. Just like a nickname. Well, well at first people just thought it was her name because she was so bold about it. But it's like no, her real name is Margaret, which is my grandma's my name too. So I get that. Yeah. Introducing <laughs> our final guest for the day. If you want to get on camera, this is Miss Gracie. There we go. Boom. She's on camera. Uh, we only have one camera so far at the Grow Up Buffalo podcast. We are working to uh, fundraise to get a second camera so we can like cut back and forth uh, trying to really up the YouTube game. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. I need to mention that because we have to do like in the first five minutes where people won't do it. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you need to because we have videos. We have uh, what's called YouTube Shorts. Absolutely. Right? Gracie, help me out with that. YouTube Shorts. And we also have a TikTok and an Instagram. Follow us on all the platforms. All the platforms. And I'm just really excited about YouTube. And I've mentioned it in other episodes, too. It's just like there's a visual component to it. So people can see the Buffalo Studio, what we're doing, how it's done. I know people who are Apple and Spotify listeners are dedicated fans, which is totally fine. Keep doing that. But if you're also trying to get a little bit more of a visual aspect to it, we're on YouTube, and I'm really excited about it. We have 60 subscribers yeah. as of recording this episode, Woo! which Woo! hopefully our goal for 2023 is to get to 1,000. and So we're 6% there, but we're working on it. If we get past 1,000 somehow, then we'll come up with a new goal. But I'm really excited about that because at 1,000, you can start doing some more stuff with YouTube. They give you authorization to do things. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So we're going to... 1,000% achieve that goal this year. Absolutely. Okay. And Gracie is my multi... What, uh, multimedia. Well, or social specialist. media. Or social media? Multimedia? multimedia? Whatever multimedia? title you want to give me, I'll take. Supreme, <laughs> supreme leader of technology for me. She has doing the TikTok. She's made clips. She's made videos. She's gotten people to subscribe. She's reposted on her own TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so my TikTok I, with all 50 of my followers. <laughs> hey, I committed. Huge yeah. following. Okay? Huge. Huge. Which is crazy because like, you know, when I did the YouTube short, you know, you made that clip that I posted mm-hmm. and I just like started giggling because I was like, oh my God, I don't know how to do that. Like no one, <laughs> I do, I record the podcast, I release it on Apple and Spotify, I do the video editing, but it's like a, you know, just a long video 
to make clips and then able to do that on social media, on Instagram, on YouTube shorts, on TikTok. I mean, that's like, I hate to say like an old man thing, but that's like a generational thing that I just, I don't, I don't know how to do that. I, I struggled trying to figure out when you were telling me the other day, it was like, oh, Ben, we got, a, you know, a thousand views on a video or 82 likes. It took me about 10 minutes to figure out how to pull up the video and go, huh, what is she talking about? <laughs> like TikTok, I was very confused. I was like, all right. And so anyways, I'm really excited about well, it. Well, since, since doing actual social media, we started what like on Friday with like 24 subscribers and now we're up to 60 something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's worked pretty, pretty well. Yeah. I'm flying by the seat of my pants with all the social media. I've never no, no, done no, no, anything no. like it, but I think it's going well. Here's the thing, though. You, we're going to make it big. We'll grow up Buffalo, and you're going to get some offers from like some serious people like, hey, like who's your person? I'm like, oh, her name is Gracie, and like, you can go make a million dollars working for a different podcast. You're going to drop out of college to do this? Oh, yeah. Who cares Sorry, about nursing school? Sorry, nursing you... school, now a social media influencer. You're being a nurse in a different way. <laughs> yeah. You know, nursing podca- the soul. Podcast is good for the soul, yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're loving people. You're being kind to them. And honestly, people need nurses on podcasts. Not Absolutely. actual nurses, but podcasts as a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's any nurses listening right now who are rolling their eyes, we love you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you for your service. Thank, Thank you for, for your service. service. Uh, we're just thinking Gracie needs to quit that dream and come work here full time. And she's like, well, Ben, can we do more than one episode a week? It's like, whoa, don't rush me. All right. <laughs> one episode a week. Make some clips. would be fantastic. Uh, Maisie, also, today was your first day student teaching, right? Kind of. I didn't actually student teach yet. I just met my mentor teacher. Mentor teacher. Why, yeah. why can't I? I could be your mentor teacher. I know how to teach. That's true. You could. If the school would let me do that, I totally would. You're well, a doctor, so like, why not? That is Dr. Ben Mayfield. <laughs> I am Dr. Ben Mayfield. I, it's weird because like someone today, I kid you not, someone today, an older person, uh, I say older person, they were like in their like 70s, were like, hello, Dr. Mayfield, and like shook my hand. It was like very serious. And I was like, hello? Like I didn't know how to properly respond. I was... I was stuttering my words. I was like, thank you. Like, I almost feel like I, like a, what's it, oh, what's it called when it's like a, uh, like a fake identity? Like, you feel like you're living a fake life. What's that called? I have no idea. Oh, my God. There's a word, like, a, not phantom. Where, like, someone's yelling it in the car right now. Where you feel like you're <laughs> living into, like, a false identity. Like, you're not really doing that. It was almost like, I'm not Dr. Mayfield. Like, that's not me. Like, I don't even know what a doctor is. Because I remember <laughs> idolizing, I want to shout out Dr. Bo Riles. If any of y'all are 4-H people, Dr. Bo is the most charismatic, wonderful human being. And I remember being in high school going, Dr. Bo is, like, one of the 12 disciples. Like, it's Jesus, you know, <laughs> Peter, and then Dr. Bo. And it's like, what? How did Dr. Bo get in there? <laughs> like, no, 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 that's not an old joke. That's a, he's wise and awesome joke. And he was just there. And so, like, for me to see that and kind of idolize him, well, that doesn't mean I can be a doctor, right? Because that's, like, one of my heroes. It's like when if you see someone, I don't know, being an Olympic athlete, then somehow you got into the Olympics. You're like, what the mm-hmm. heck? That's like, almost like a fake identity. Um, and so I'm still not used to it. I'm still not used to being the fact that I have a doctorate degree. Like, I am Dr. Ben Mayfield. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? It just blows my mind. Sorry. I went on a tangent there about being a living the life as a doctor but it just was just 
bizarre to me. Have you ever had a moment where like, I don't know, like you like were like a youth kid or something, or you're working it, and they're like, "Thank you for what you're doing as like a nurse or as a as a teacher," and you're kind of like, "Oh, well, I'm not like, I'm not like, I'm the same you know level as you." And you're like, "Well, no, like you're a teacher, like you're a youth helper, or you're a nurse, or you're helping someone do something medically," and it's like, "Oh, I'm in that role that once when I was a kid or a teenager, I looked." up to those people. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. I have those a lot on like youth retreats and stuff. Like specifically on the mission trip when it was like Nathan and I were in like one of like the site directors Mm -hmm. for our group and we're like, oh, I'm like parading these kids around New Orleans. Like I'm kind of, I'm like in charge of keeping them safe, I guess, and like watching out for them and like guiding them through, um, the whole mission trip and it was mm-hmm. just it was really weird to think about it is weird i uh this is one of my favorite mission trip stories i don't know if you remember this we were so we went to the new orleans together on a mission mm-hmm. trip and we're in this meeting it's the first night and it's all the adults and they're talking about like going around different things and they said that downtown can like around downtown if you're working with the homeless population can be a little dangerous so just be careful and i was like well, like, what are our what are our safety precautions? You know, like, do we have any? And the lady goes, "Oh, well, you're an adult, so like, as long as there's an adult with a group, you'll be okay." And I looked at her and I was like, "I'm just as easily stabbable <laughs> as any kid is." Precisely. Like, like exactly. I get it that like a kid can get stabbed, and we don't want that to happen. But I also can get stabbed, yeah. and I don't want to get stabbed. <laughs> it's like someone's like, "I'm going to stab this person." Oh, you're an adult. So sorry. Let me put my knife away. Yeah. Like so sorry. It's like what? Why do I have to go in dangerous situations? I know. I think um, being an adult should come with like pocket mace. Like you turned eighteen. Here you go. You yeah. Know what like, I mean, I would. I, I would love some pepper spray. My mother will not let me have it. She says I am more of a danger to myself with pepper spray, which is probably true considering I would spray myself in the face. Have you been pepper sprayed? I have not. And it's I'm not fun. Yeah, I'm going to try not to. Have you been pepper sprayed, Ben? Well, <laughs> we're in a Chevron gas station. My mom walks in to go get something from the Chevron station and on her keys was pepper spray. Oh gosh. And I was kind of like, this is like, and I was in high school. Okay. Well, it was not like dumb. I was like, well, I was still I was like a sophomore, you know, or junior. And I was like, this is so dumb. And I accidentally like pressed it. And so like some, like it didn't like, I wasn't shooting towards my face. I was looking at the back of it. So it shot like the, just the windshield, like a little bit, like a little bit, not the whole, I didn't like hold down on it and it mm-hmm. sprayed the whole thing. I was like, it kind of went, I was like, oh God, oh God. And then I was like, ah, 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 oh, oh God. Like I couldn't breathe. I was like, oh God. And so then I was like trying to like fan it out. And so like I like, had to crank the car and roll down the windows. And my mom comes out and was like, what? What are you doing? And I was like, I'm sorry. And so like she's like, I'm not getting in there. And so we waited like 10 minutes to like de-pepper spray the airspace so she could get in and drive. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just didn't know. I was curious. It's, uh, and it's, it's not fun. Like I, I couldn't breathe. I didn't know you could secondhand pepper spray yourself without there being an attacker nearby. Yeah, well, it sh- it shoots out. Yeah, like a almost like a wasp spray. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little. That's <laughs> my sound effect. But when you shoot a windshield, that's only like oh, like a like a foot in front of you. 
then the airspace is there. It yeah, fast. yeah. It's like <laughs> it just like kind of clogged up the hat of the car. Um, <laughs> if you're outside, some guys like, "Hey, what are you doing?" You're like, you know, spray them, and then like you can run away or whatever. Just make that sure guy's the, like, the wind. Ah. Yeah, that's what. I uh, so you gotta uh, do a little. Put a finger up in the air, figure out where the wind is before you spray. And, yeah. and if you have a guy that has like a fan next to him, you know he's a bad dude because he's waiting for someone to pepper spray him and that fan yeah. to get him back. Yeah, I don't so. know a lot of guys who walk around with active fans no. next to him, but if they do, but like, what if I'm going to start? Guy. Like, what if you just blew? If someone, <laughs> it, it's like a jet stream. <laughs> it's it's going right aggressive. Right pepper spray, but can you imagine if someone like had deep enough lung capacity to like just like Superman? And yeah, just blow it back. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost impressive. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, what happened to you, Maisie? I wanted to pepper spray this guy, and he blew it back midair, and now I can't breathe, and I'm dying. <laughs> that would be something that would happen to Maisie. That would be. Why? Oh, man. Yeah. Maisie. <laughs> We're praying for you. The whole, the whole podcast studio right now, we just need a moment for, for Maisie. She's the only person in history that's ever been Self pepper sprays. No, <laughs> that would be you. <laughs> oh, that you okay, I know the one that self pepper spray. You're the one that some guy blew it back in mid air back onto you. Jeez, and I hope no one ever has to be pepper sprayed because there's no need for it, no cause for it. Um, I hope there's no situations that get dicey enough where you have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but also, I don't want to get stabbed in New Orleans, and so yeah, have some have some better safety measures. That's, like a taser. That's also something I was worried about. True. But getting tased? No, not tased in New Orleans, but like just like <laughs> I'm unsafely comfortable around strangers. That's true. Wait, you're, wait, you're like, strangely? Uh, unsafely comfortable you're, Oh, so like, you meet a stranger, you're like, what's up, best friend? Yeah, we're yeah Maisie makes me nervous. Maisie, I'm afraid Maisie's <laughs> going to get attacked one day because someone's going to come up to her and abduct her and she's going to be like, hey, pal, what's up? That's also weirdly beautiful, too. I was in Chattanooga. I had not told my parents I was in Chattanooga, like, before I went, and I was with two of my friends, Morgan and Hannah, and we were walking along the side of the side of the street, and um, this guy <laughs> walked up to us. He was like, hey, do you want a poem? I was like, sure. Oh, <laughs> so, a poem? Yeah. And, because he was writing them himself, and so, like, he was, like, trying to open his bag, and it was, like, stuck on the cloth, and I was like, I hope there's not a gun in there, and we just, like, stuck around and waited for him. I mean, he's not like no. in the middle of the public. Hey, you, you want to hear a poem? Pop, pop, pop. Like, not going to shoot But, like, we were, like, basically alone Might on the side drugs, of the road. Though. We were alone on the side of the road. Oh. Like, not the side. Like, we were on the sidewalk and cars were passing, but it was also Chattanooga, and I don't think anybody was going to, like, stop and, like, check on us if there was this random man, like. Attacking you? He, well, like, I don't know. He was, anyway, so he was fiddling did with Did he his, have a poem, though? He did. So he pulled it out finally, and it was, like, in this Manila, um, like folder oh, and he pulled it out and it was all rowdy and everything and he goes i think y'all like will like this one it's a spiritual poem i wrote it in prison okay and then he That's gave it right. to us it was really it was a johnny really cash cool. went to prison i love him yeah it was a really cool poem was and it? i still have it wait he gave it to you yeah or? he gave it to us like the physical copy that he wrote in prison wait that's awesome that's what i'm saying so so and you know what gracie this is your fault okay <laughs> because you're attacking her about her getting in dangerous situations by talking to people. And maybe, maybe that's true on some level. But also, that was a beautiful moment where she did not judge him. She uh, was open arms. 
Well, I hope you didn't open your arms to hug no. the guy or whatever. But like metaphorically open arms. And he got a beautiful poem that you still have to this day. I do. It was really nice. Was it no was it a good poem? It was pretty good. Was there pretty was a good. lot of okay. there was like there's feeling in there. I think that's what mattered the most rather than like Did he read it in front of you no. before he gave it to you? Wait. He, or he just gave it to you? Yes. To which one? He did read it. Oh, he, he did, did read it. it. <laughs> yes. Dude, my dad used to do that crap all the time. He's like, Dad, you want to go to Zaxby's or Chick fil A? Yes. Yes. Dad? <laughs> it's like, uh, he does that all that crap all the time. <laughs> did you do that? Maisie and I will do that to each other. We were trying to decide who was going to drive somewhere one day. We were going so to we Chick fil A for breakfast. Yes, we were going to Chick fil A for breakfast, and we both walked in. And so we're like, who's going to drive? And I was like, well, I don't mind driving, but you can drive if you want to. And she was like, well, I don't care either. Like, I can drive or you can drive. I'm like, okay. And we did this. And we did rock, paper, scissors. And then I won. And she's like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, we didn't decide. We didn't decide. (laughs) We didn't decide what the parameters of rock, paper, scissors were. Like, we didn't decide, oh, winner drives or loser drives. We just, rock, paper, scissors. We were so serious about it. We, like, tied, like, five times. And then we finally, we finally, Maisie finally won. And we did not decide what the winner was going to do. So Maisie just grabs her keys and storms out of the house. I'm so done. You, you must set parameters. <laughs> I'm so done. To rock, paper, scissors before exactly. you go. If you don't set parameters, it's Wild Wild West. It you know? was. I was like, I so you collapsed. Won, like, I collapsed. So what did I win here? I, I collapsed on the floor. I didn't move for like two minutes. And I got up and stormed really out without bad. saying anything. We were both like hyperventilating because we just did not. And now anytime we have to make a decision, we just immediately... Yeah, <laughs> immediately go right here for it, but don't make a decision. No. Well, One of us dro- just grabbed. Who drove here tonight? She I did. drove here tonight. Did y'all rock paper scissors? It? No, she doesn't trust my driving anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maisie almost got wrecked the last time I was in a car with her. She hit a cement wall. Okay, she hit a wall. Like that big. What? It was like it was like really low. It was not that like, and it was not that fast. It chipped the paint on my car. It was okay. not. It was so not, not that fast, all. but you definitely hit something. I did. She hit a cement wall. Was the wall moving though? No. No. I, I was trying to help you out. No. No, 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 no. It was totally my fault. It, okay. However. Okay. So you're so driving. So I passed someone's house. We have a house. visual now. So now they can see it, right? So like I passed someone's house and I was like, oh, I needed to go into that house. And so I just backed up. But I went, so the house is this way. And then the road like slightly curves like a fraction of an inch. Right. And so I was on that part and I backed up when it, and didn't turn my wheel when it like changed like so a fraction of an inch got you yeah man got low you, you were backing yeah. up into it yeah and that's where you hit it yes i didn't like it's not terrible that's what i'm saying i did also almost get hit by the sheriff on the way out yeah. of the sheriff's okay, station yes we Wait, were going what? out of the sheriff's station and she did not realize that there was another section of the parking lot to our left so she's going towards the exit and a sheriff almost t-bones us yes because he's coming out and she didn't stop this was, was all on the sign. same day. This was all on the same day. There was no signs. There was not a yield sign or a stop sign or even a line to signal oh, that, that there was true. Did anything. Did he pull you over? No. No. I think he saw my face. And yeah, I he saw the smiling. two of us in the front seat. Yeah, he didn't see Nathan in the back. Nathan was there for all of this. Actually, it happened to this. this me <laughs> backing into Nathan. the... No, me backing into the cement wall and me almost getting hit by the cop happened within like 20 minutes of each other. <laughs> Was he in there when he hit the wall too? No. Yes, uh, he was. Nathan, oh, Nathan was in the car. Yes. Nathan's yeah. the one that told her to stop. I thought, you, I thought you meant the police. Nathan is oh. the one that was like, stop, 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 stop. But like, and then I heard the op, and then, but by that time we already. It's better. I just pointed at the cop. I saw the cop, and she didn't. I just went uh and pointed. Yeah. 
Not helpful at all. <laughs> One of my scary stories is, you know where, like, if you go past uh, a Chasta, like, you're coming towards Delonica, Chasta's on your right, you cross mm-hmm. that little bridge, and then yeah. to the left is, like, a like a canoeing, yes. you know, yes, place yes. over there. I was, there's a car stopped there, and I'm stopped behind them, fully stopped, and I'm just, and I was trying the orange Kia that, Oh, that Kara, uh, that Kara has? has now. Shout out to Kara and my orange Kia. I miss you, orange <laughs> Kia. So I'm driving that, and I'm fully stopped. The tr- this truck behind me is coming, and he's not slowing down. And I can't move because the guy in front of me stopped, and he's waiting to turn, and cars are coming by. And I was like, oh, they're not looking. They're not looking. They're not looking. And he finally looks up. He was on his phone. And I can oh, see it gosh. all in my rearview mirror. It's like, I'm going to get hit. He swerves out of the way, goes off road, pop, 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 and goes like you know past the two cars and is able to get back on. The car behind them was going full speed, going. What were they doing? And then it's a teenage girl, and she goes, <gasps> and she like slams on the brakes, hits me, um, and then but the car was then turning, and so that car turned and didn't get hit by my car, and so I just got hit. I was just like, and I just saw it coming, it's like. All right, here we go. Body loosen up. Pah, like got hit. It was it was terrifying because I couldn't do anything. Mm. I felt helpless, and I could see the first guy and the second girl. And the second girl was like watching the truck. Like, what's that truck doing? Oh my gosh! And just didn't have enough time to to stop. Mm. I mean, and obviously her <clears throat> insurance paid for my you yeah. know damages, and I didn't break anything or have head trauma. But it was horrifying seeing a car coming full speed. The first car, yeah. Going. This is how I die. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. What do I want to do? My last eight seconds of life, you know. <laughs> loosen up, I guess. Yeah, loosen up. Like, where's my inhaler? I'm going to take a deep breath. We'll see what happens. My cousin got rear-ended a few weeks ago, but um, he was he was driving my uncle's gray truck, and, like, he was stopped behind somebody. And it was the guy who rear-ended him was going, like, 40 miles an hour. And so my mm-hmm. cousin got Which is really... faster than you think when you get hit by it. Yes. Oh, yeah. My cousin got, you sounded like you were from Minnesota. Oh, oh you yeah. betcha. Oh, yeah. You betcha. You got hit. No. <laughs> Gracie's from uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. So he got rear-ended at like 40 miles an hour and had a really bad concussion. But he was talking to the guy afterwards and it was, um, this guy was in the plane that landed in the Hudson. Which by, I don't know how you segue. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know how you segue into like, oh, Tom Hanks saved me to like, from like rear ending somebody. <laughs> well, one of you like told Tom that Hanks. story to be like, also, so you probably shouldn't sue me because I hit you because I'm like kind of a hero. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. You never, I wasn't there. I want to know though. The guy that was in the plane that landed on the Hudson was the yeah. one that hit your yes. cousin, right? Yeah, he was definitely telling the story to be like, pretty cool, right? Just so saw the like, movie, not, just rented just it. Like, <laughs> just rented it. And he's like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> about the whole thing. I'm that guy. You remember Tom Hanks? That's actually me. Have yeah. you ever seen um, a little movie called, um, you know. Sully. Uh, Sully. Yeah, it's based on my life. It's awesome not a big movie. Deal. Awesome movie. Or tell someone like, yeah, you know, uh, I was in uh, Vietnam. And you're like, Are, were you though? You're only like 25 years old. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I was in Titanic. Oh, crap. No, uh, <laughs> even older. You ever seen a, a biography of my life? It's called Star Wars. Not really big deal. It's like, dude, I think you're lying to me. It's like, yeah. no, I would never. No. I'm actually a crime fighting vigilante. 
Yeah. I don't want to talk about it, but it's kind of a big deal. Name's Bruce. You might have heard of me. <laughs> Dude, is that like last night? Yeah, is that Bruce. you? Oh, so the there's this cat at the Wesley House. Shout out to all the homeless cats at the Wesley House. There's like five of them. <laughs> Bee like and Goose and now Bruce. Yeah, and well, Ch- Chowder is another one. Wait, did you tell her the Bruce story? I, I was know. on the porch with you when you named the cat. Oh, that was you and no. I. Yeah, that was that was us. Oh, were you behind us? Yeah, I was standing behind. I you just, lurk. Oh, I you just oh, came out. Of the I house. lurk in the shadows. You just. I'm came actually. Out of the house. <laughs> I'm actually Batman. No, you just came out of the house though, because you. What'd you call him? I was like. Well, we were talking. We're, it's we're as going, black as the night, and then we're like, like the dark night. Yeah. Like Batman, this cat is like pitch black. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so then you're like, well, we can't call him the dark night. Let's <laughs> we'll just call him Bruce, like Bruce Wayne. And I was like, yeah. all right, that's kind of that's kind of cool. So like if, when other people call him Bruce. It's fine, but they don't know why he's named Bruce. Yeah. And only we do. And that's what makes us cool. You and our else. listeners. Everybody listening today, yeah. shout out to Bruce, the Dark Knight cat. Yes. I really want to get a cat and name him an old man name. Or just like a regular like, person like name. We no, went through like, the alphabet one yes. night in or line for Chick-fil-A. Like, just a regular like person name. Like I've really I've really considered Brian. Um, Brian. As a cat name, or having a cat like, named Adam. I don't know if I like human names. I love. I human love names human names. I love human no. names or other animals. No, imagine your cat is scratching up your couch. You walk in, see this atrocity, this crime happening. Right. You're like, Adam, get your claws off the couch. Like, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Adam, I told you to pee in the litter box. Yeah. No, I would call my cat like Strike Force. Strike force. Get off the couch. Ugh. Something like cool, you know? I know, but I want people... Like, if I or live Chewbacca. in an apartment... The cat uh, that lives Chewy. above me is named Toast. Chewy. Toast? Yeah. Toast is the cute. The people who live above me, their cat's name is Toast. Toast is cute. I would name... I like that name. I would name my animals stripper names. <laughs> like Cinnamon, you know, Starburst, I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> Those are your stripper names? Yeah, what kind of... Dude, first of all... Starburst, come on. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not gonna... I can't say anything. You can't say anything? Oh, it's a Christian podcast. I'm so sorry. It's P- PG. <laughs> it's PG. That's PG, right? No, yours Ginger? is PG. Ginger? I need to let. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be careful what you say now. This is on video. I'm just saying all my animal names are going to have stripper names. And that's okay. fantastic. All of my cats are going to have people names. Mm, I want time. people that live do? around me. What would I do? I would do. Who I'm yelling at. Oh yeah, exactly. I would do people names. I really would. We had a whole oh, conversation. Yeah. We went through the alphabet. <clears throat> we went all the way to like almost close to the end. Yeah, we, we got went all the way to like I think X is where we, yeah, we stopped. Got, no, because we did Xander. Then maybe it was. But it was like funny Z. enough. I didn't like the Xander because I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I think we need people on the Great Buffalo to respond. To what they name their animals. Is it human names? Is it like names that are just like off the wall? Is it from characters? Like, or ch- animal ch- names. I know a dog named Goose. And we have a cat named Goose. We also have a cat named Goose. Oh, man. Well. I had my old yeah. neighbors. Their dogs. They had two labs and they were Goose and Trout. Would <laughs> you do a cat dog and a dog cat? I always said that I wanted to have a dog named D-O-G. Like. It would be spelled differently, but it would sound like D-O-G. That was my that was my dream in middle school, was to have a dog named D-O-G. And I think that would be stupid, but I also think it's a fun name. I would name... I'm all right. I'm re, if I had a cat, 
stripper names. Okay. If I have a dog or dogs, multiple, I don't know. Avatar the Last Airbender. Oh characters. my Absolutely. gosh. Absolutely. I'm talking Momo. I'm talking Appa. I'm Iroh. talking. Um, I know there's a guy Iroh. on TikTok. Aang. That's a great dog. Toph. Toph. Great dog name. I love. There's a guy on TikTok that has a little corgi named Appa. And instead of saying come, he trained it to say yip yip. So anytime he Stop. says yip yip, it comes Stop. to him. Oh, that's and it so is perfect. so cute. Why it is so cute. It's a little brown and white corgi. And anytime he goes Appa, yip yip. And he like runs oh to him. And it's so cute. The great white buffalo needs to adopt <clears throat> an animal. Name it Appa and do the yip yip. Just pick one of the cats at the Wesley you House. Can we, get we pick up Appa right there. A white bison. Oh. Buffalo, not bison, whatever. This is Appa right here. And I'm going to, literally, we need to do that. That'd be so. fantastic. Uh, and I wonder, too, like, people who are listening, name a show where you can get more characters. Like, I'm like, like I mean, at Star Wars, you could get, like, yeah. Luke, Leia, But it's, like, Han. three seasons, and they're only, like, 20-minute long episodes. You know what I mean? But there's so many so characters. It's, it's one of the best shows. And I think one of the things I love about Avatar Last Airbender is... Adults can enjoy it, and kids can enjoy it. And mm-hmm. there's very few shows that have clever enough writing where both audiences can get into it. Mm-hmm. And there's some themes that are adult themes, and there's some themes that are kid themes, and they mm-hmm. kind of intertwine. I mean, I think it's beautifully written, and the the concept of like the elements. I think it's very spiritual, with mm-hmm. the earth bending, the fire bending, the water and the air, and how it relates to personality and everything. Yeah. 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 And, and there's a spiritual component, personality component, and then it also uh, honors kind of different martial arts mm-hmm. styles in different uh, Asian-based uh, countries, and, and it's, it's just really cool. I'm, I'm a big fan. Me too. And I'm an earthbender. I said it. Mm. Uh, no, nay. Let me change that. <laughs> I am the avatar. This is okay. my podcast. I'm the avatar. Okay. <laughs> I control all four elements. Okay. What nation am I born in? That like like you know like Aang was an air nomad and mm-hmm. uh, Korra was a water. I'm an earthbender. Okay, that's born into the Avatar. Okay. What about you? This is important. I want people to. I um, want. I want to know what people think they are. Waterbender. Absolutely. Waterbender? That's yeah. what I was gonna say Ali, for you. Before I even watched the show, at middle school camp said I was a waterbender, and then like I. Allie from. From your yeah. From my youth group. Yes, I, I love, love Allie. Allie. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> You can't talk anymore on the podcast. It's super awkward. Uh, that was a natural jinx moment too. We didn't clip it because that was fantastic. That's because we no, you love can't talk Allie so much. You can't talk. There is laws. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay. Nice. <laughs> go. It's because we love Allie so much. We just both had to say it. Yeah. We love you, Allie. I, yeah. I need to send her. If that's a, hey, right here. Hey, what's the one they do now? Like this. Oh, it's like this. Um, yeah, yeah. But hey, we love you, Allie. Boom. Well, and they do the. Was it this too? People do that. Yeah. Wait, what is that? What is it's that? It's a small. It's like heart. a little tiny heart, it's or like, it's like the base of the heart, like, or something like that. Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't like it as much. I do this a lot. I like. I, like I do this, this a lot. I like this one better because it's just easier. It took me a long time to figure out. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't quite get it the first time, but. Allie, yeah, Allie's fantastic. And I love doing, because more than like Harry Potter, because everybody just goes, if you're smart, you're a Ravenclaw. Yeah. If you're like brave, you're Gryffindor. If you're if you're better quirky, than everyone else, you're a Hufflepuff. Yeah. yeah Precisely. Right. <laughs> but I feel like Benders has more 
like personality yeah. traits too. Because some people say I'm more of a water bender than I am earth bender, but I just enjoy earth so much. What about you, Grace? I do, I have heard from other people, and I feel myself. I'm an earth bender. No, for real, for real. Yeah, for real, for real. I do metal bend. I think that would be absolutely sick. I think there's a lot of qualities nice. in Toph that remind me of myself. Yeah. Whenever I watch uh, the show. Yeah. Now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. I. You're <laughs> kind of blind. I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that blind. Toph is a blind character. In case yeah. you didn't know that, if you've never seen the show, you need to watch it. Shout out. She's yeah. a little smelly. Okay. Rude. <laughs> what, that, tell me that's not a true trait for Toph. That is true for Toph. Yeah. And she's short. I will give you that one. I am indeed short. I'm not saying this about you. Oh, okay. Well, you said I had a lot of similarities with Toph. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What other, what other similarities are you? Sarcasm. Sarcasm, yeah. Re- I reek of sarcasm. Reek of smelly. Boom. There it is. That's, that's the smelly part, is I reek of sarcasm all the time. <laughs> all the time. Do you find it harder to connect with girls than guys? Usually. Um, I definitely... I'm not, I'm not one of those people that's like, ew, girls, no. But I've naturally gravitated towards guys. And I think it might be because I have a brother. And that's my only sibling, is a brother. Mm. So I'm just... was, too. Yeah, I'm sure. just used to being around guys. But, I mean, my closest friends are girls. Obviously, like, Maze. Maze is one of my closest friends. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah, probably gravitate towards guys. But, I don't know. What made you think Waterbender? Well, Al- first of all, Ali said Waterbender. And then uh, when I watched yeah. the show, it just... I don't know. I don't know, like what to put to, like how to put it to words. You give like, off waterbender vibes. Yeah, that's she's just other. sweet and she's nice, and I feel like Maisie's kind of go with the flow. She remind, she just reminds you of waterbending. I think, yeah, I think you just have a spirit that's like calming. Doesn't get bogged down, you know. Like if there's a rock, the water just goes past the rock. Mm-hmm. Just get around it. it. Doesn't have to go try to go through it. You mm-hmm. know, you just go around and punch and through the you rock. You keep moving forward. You know, that's what water does. You're not a pond, you're a river. I think spiritually, we we need to be more like rivers than ponds. Yeah. Ponds are too stagnant. You don't... They don't And they, like, they they require other things to grow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it needs the rainwater to come down. But rivers can join with other rivers because they're always moving together, you know? And rivers affect what's around them. Yeah. As they're flowing. They affect what's around them. I think Maisie does that. Oh. I really do. I feel like as you go through life, you just affect a lot of people in positive ways. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to have your students out a lot, too. I think they're going to they're benefit. I hope so. Maze is fantastic with youths. That's with the street youths. <laughs> the street youths. The street youths. <laughs> <laughs> she wild. gets them off the street and she's a nun. <laughs> no, I... That's, like, why I decided to go into teaching is because I really, like kids and i wanted to have a positive effect on them but it wasn't so much of like oh i, I want to teach english like I, I like english and i guess i have to be a teacher if i'm going to do english it was like i want to work with kids i guess i'm kind of good at english so let's, yeah. <laughs> let's go well no i mean that was the exact same way because i always would 4-h and summer camp counselor i always knew that i was gifted with working with young people like I just felt like naturally uh, that's a, a spiritual gift of mine is working with young people, connecting with them, building relationship, building community, making them feel like they're involved and that they matter. And I always thought that that was like in a school sense. 
So I went and I learned. And I also, with education, you learn how to teach, how to get idea A inside their their minds, how they mm-hmm. can learn it, can grow from it, and how that can be built upon, which can be put into any content. We just chose social studies or just chose mm-hmm. science or English or math. And so it wasn't until in college when I started working with a youth group that I realized, like, oh, like maybe ministry is my content. And that's where I didn't know that was even an option. And so that's where I diverged mm-hmm. into ministry. I taught for two years, and then I went, Whoa. I think we had different backgrounds with teaching because I always, like, saw ministry as, like, oh, that's how I can definitely work with kids. Like, so the, for the longest, I guess my dad was a youth minister. My dad was a teacher. So, <laughs> yeah. so like, for the longest time, I was like, oh, if I want to work with kids, like, I can do youth, youth ministry like my dad. And, like, the more I was around my dad, I was like, I don't think I have the emotional capacity to be a youth minister. Because it's, like, it's not a... um. It's not like a set hour kind of job. It's 24-7. And like, you know how churches are like, you have like the on-call this week. Mm-hmm. Like you're always on-call as a youth minister. There's never a moment when you're not. Yeah, you know youth, what I mean? I have youth kids text me or message me on social media of like, hey, this happened in my life. I'm struggling, whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, there's not like an office hour from 8 to 5. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of times. And sometimes too, like, don't get me wrong. I think teachers are frontline ministers. Mm-hmm. They may not know it, but they definitely are. Because if you see that kid for, like, for me, my homeroom was also my first period. And so I had an hour homeroom, an hour for first period. I saw him for 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Who did I, else did I see for 10 hours in one week? Nobody. Even youth kids. I see them two hours on a Sunday or maybe two hours Wednesday and Sunday, four hours but not 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And so you really get to know people. Really get to know these kids' hearts and these stories and, and you get to hear about their families. And so teachers are ministers. I think where the youth minister has the advantage is we take them to different experiences that you can't take them inside the classroom. So you have more time with them. But when you take someone on a mission trip, for example, and you're out of your comfort zone, you're out of your element, Boom, like that, you're going to have it create an experience that they can't replicate inside of a classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you go on a retreat or you go somewhere. But then you also go, well, everybody in the classroom is, uh, they have to be there. Whereas some kids won't go to church, won't go to youth group, won't go to Bible studies or whatever. And so they don't ever get that ministry, they don't get those experiences. So that's why I'm like, I think both of them are very adequate and important for mm-hmm. ministry. I don't know if that made sense. I'm kind of rambling a little bit. It does. But, but, but teachers and youth ministers, as a guy who's done both roles, both are very critical, I think, in letting people know that they're loved. Mm-hmm. What's up with that, Gracie? Oh, I, I agree with everything you say. Ditto. I am not an education major or anything. So Ugh, she's a nurse. Oh, I know. For this podcast, <laughs> full circle, baby. She's working social media. She's making clips. You know what I would love to do, and I'm gonna challenge you to do this because I don't know how to do this. Oh, I'll try my best. But you'll probably tell me to do it instead, and I probably should. Is I want to do like the shorts, the YouTube mm-hmm. shorts, and like the TikTok for like less than a minute. But I think what might be really cool is. Do like a full episode like we're just doing now. Like, hey, we're currently making a full episode as you're listening to this. This is kind of weird that I'm talking to you about making an episode while making an episode. 
and that's called Inception. We got depth here in this podcast. <laughs> is taking clips that are like five minute clips or like six minute clips from different you know segments and putting that as a video too, so people can click on just like oh, like we talked about what what have we talked about in this podcast? Like Avatar. Yeah, like yeah. That was like a whole four minute clip. Oh, y'all, we're expanding. If you want to be part of this, be part of this because this is a movement. Gracie is my social media supreme leader, director of multimedia marketing. Put it on a plaque. And Maisie is our friend. And, <laughs> and we love her. I can't believe you. Number well, one we'll get you. We'll get you a role. You know what your role could be? I had three people yesterday ask me about merch. Three separate people. And I don't have <clears> any <throat> merch. I did have merch. I had hats, stickers, and T-shirts. Yeah, I want a T-shirt. That was my. That was supposed to be my payment. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we still have that. <laughs> Do you like hats or stickers? <laughs> I also love hats. All right, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. Yeah. Well, but I think we need to do a new merch drop. A 2023 yes. fresh merch drop. So two goals for Great White Buffalo. Ugh, but I need some that people will wear, though. So what? I need help designing. I can design stuff. I mean, okay, we, I'll try my best. We'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk later. I can help you with that, too. Yeah. I designed the Wesley shirts for this year. Well, let me see them before I ask you to help out. You know. This was super awkward one time. I had asked someone to like design something for me, and it was not 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 you. I'm not coming at you. Um, <laughs> and it was terrible. Like it was just not good. And I didn't know how to go. Hey, yeah, um, not what I asked for, or not what I was envisioning. Let me say that because they definitely made something I was asking for. But just was not I envisioned, and it was a tough conversation. Have you ever had a conversation like that where you had to like ask someone like, and you had an expectation or a vision in your mind, and they did it, and it did not meet your expectation? Not anything that I can remember. I feel like if it was going to happen, it's usually because I set my expectations really high, and so it's kind of unattainable. And so it's really like a conversation with me, like, "Hey, I did my best." This is actually pretty good. Wait, so you're talking for yourself. You do yeah. that. Uh, I was thinking for like other people. Well, you never ask someone to do something for you? No. Or like a chore <laughs> or something? Like, hey, like, can you clean the space up? And you oh. came back and it was not clean the way that you thought it should have been? Yes. Now that you're more specific, yes. Okay. Yes. Wait, is there a good story behind that? Not a good story. It was It was because whenever... I have conversations like that. It's usually, like, I'll say it's usually with my roommates and everything. Uh, roommates, and yeah. so, but they're really, like, open and honest and like, oh, okay, like, I'll make sure, like, I do this and this and this next time. Don't you have international roommates? No. Oh, I thought you did for some reason. Mm-mm. And y'all don't live together, right? No. No, not yet. Not yet. We're going to wreak havoc when we do. Yeah. Wait. Are y'all about to drop some serious info right now? Are y'all Maybe. moving in together? We're trying to after we graduate. After I graduate. Yeah. Well, that's like two years now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I already signed the lease for Bellamy for next year. I already, I also signed my lease for my apartment for next year. So after, so like Boring. summer of 24, yeah. we'll be living together, hopefully. Well, you'll be, you won't be graduated by then. Mm-hmm. I'm a junior. So you're going into your senior year in the fall? Yeah. And you'll graduate in May? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well played. How old? <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were like, how old are you? 20. When do you turn 21? April. Happy birthday. 
That's close. Well, you don't know when they're listening. To this That's episode. true. This well, thanks, guys. Recorded. <laughs> Wait, was that yesterday? Your birthday was yesterday? Wait, wait, wait. And then, are you a junior or a sophomore? I'm a junior. You're a junior. Well, I, yeah, Maisie and I lived on the same hall freshman year. I feel like people are like listening right now. Like, Ben, do you know who's on your episode? <laughs> like, you know nothing like, about no. it. Just found Random us on people, the street yeah. downtown. Talking like, about unsafely comfortable around strangers. Help me. <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Well, I really appreciate y'all being on uh, the podcast. I love y'all's energy. Uh, we all come back and do another episode at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but if you don't know, we like to end every episode with a nugget of wisdom. So basically, it's just like a piece of advice or something that you've been thinking about lately. Your heart's been about something uh, in the last little while, a season of life, that you just want to say to someone and pass on. And just a little something for them to chew on. It could be something that we talked about in this episode or just something not related at all. And that's what we like to do, nuggets of wisdom. Mm. Okay. Y'all did not know that, did you? See, they didn't I they, actually did know that. I have an entire notes app of my nuggets of wisdom. No, you do preparing. not. I do. Look. Oh my God. Put that on camera, please. Nuggets of wisdom. Look at this. She actually came prepared. So. When you're talking, they can't hear you, but that's great. Uh, Notes app full of nuggets. <laughs> that is very impressive. I'm honestly, I'm she's the supreme leader. Like she's the yeah. director of content. All right, so you guys start us off strong. What do you got? What's your nugget? Oh of my wisdom? goodness, I have to do it first. Okay. Um, so have, you had the app prepared. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. This is just something for myself, and it's just make sure to take a break every once in a while. You know, I am a nursing major, so I'm always busy. I'm always going. But it's always really good to take a break. If you're studying for hours, take a five-minute break. Or if you need a five-hour break, if you need a nap, just always prioritize just having that little bit of a respite and letting your mind take a break for a little while because it's really not good if you're going at 100 miles an hour all the time. So that that's my tip. Whether it's like you work 9 to 5 or 9 to midnight every day of the week and you take the weekends off, that's my thing is make sure you take a break. Make sure your mind gets a little bit of a break. If you're studying for an hour, take a five-minute break. Comodoro method, that's my fave. Oh, I like Study that. for 30 minutes, take five minutes off. Study for 30 minutes, take 15 minutes off. Goes back and forth. Well, I think it's also, too, like people who are working in the professional career of like, yeah. you know, maybe a break isn't just like during the day, but make sure like you take your vacation time. Make sure mm-hmm. you take your time off with your family and not, you know, overdo it to a point where you're sacrificing the things that are really important because I saw this quote. It's like, I think it might've been Jim Carrey, but it was like, who's going to go to your funeral? People who loved you, people who you spent time with. When you leave this world, your job's just going to replace you with another person. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's cool. Sorry you died. New person, right? And that job's filled the next week. Whereas like your family, the your friends, your community are the ones that are, we're going to have a lasting impact with your heart and your legacy. And so that's where you should spend a lot of your time and effort. Not saying you shouldn't go to work and, and do well, but if you're doing it to a point where you're sacrificing that, mm-hmm. take a break and go spend time with them. I love that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That's heartfelt. Maisie, you got to follow that up. What you got? I know. I think my little nugget of wisdom kind of stems from that because I don't think I maintain a very good um, – work-life balance last semester and I didn't spend as much time with my friends as I wanted to 
It's true. I remember that. <laughs> I said, <laughs> where's so, Maisie? She's like, oh, I'm too busy, man. Like, no. You didn't come by the last house. I could have seen you more there. But um, I felt so lonely without you. We never saw uh, each other. We hung out all the time last semester. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, Maisie's like, I just like, I hung out with you all the time, never saw you. No, I, so I need to, I've been starting um, having a day, like where I meet up with like a different like friend group that I have oh. each week. And so like I have a roommate night or day on Tuesday. So I hung out with my roommates before I went to class today because I wasn't going to be there tonight. And then, um, on Wednesdays, I'm hanging out with Lauren and Lindy, and then Thursdays, I hang out with my friends Sarah and Hannah from freshman year. Lauren, no, not the same one. Not the same one. Okay. And every day you hang out with me. Yeah, unfortunately, but that's my little nugget of wisdom: is make time for the people that you love. She was JK. JK. I can't see the tears that make are rolling down my face. I I have two. One is uh one, I've been walking Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Hawker but- walks. With Chris Davis, Hot Girl Walks, what's up? And it's been fantastic. Just that I've been waking up, and y'all might like roll your eyes, but I've been waking up at 7 mm-hmm. to get there. And we get get into the laundry about 7.30, 7.45. And we'll go walk, and we'll be done about before 9, like 8.50, 9 o'clock. And we just walk. We, and we're like hot girl walking. We're like going up hills, and we're sweating. And we're talking about life, talking about ministry, talking about faith questions whatever it may be but it's been good to like get the discipline of waking up early which sometimes is tough because you're like oh i want to sleep but it's like no wake up early you go work you know work out walk we're just walking we're not doing anything crazy uh but it's just been a really good way to start the day and so i would think about maybe think about in your career how you can start your day or finish your day if you can't work out in the morning work out at night or whatever it may be and the second thing is, it's a church thing. And I want to do a whole episode about this with Nathan because I think he has a lot of insight with churches. But it said, I saw this quote. It said, churches used to be from the bottom looking our way up. If you think about Jesus and who he gathered, he got the people from the bottom. He got people who were commoners. And they w- looked their way up to the Lord. And that now that church is people at the top looking towards the bottom, looking down at the bottom and how... Basically, that we for, we forget the disenfranchised, we forget those who are less fortunate, those who are struggling, those who are, don't meet a, a certain criteria, whatever it may be. And I thought that was a really good challenge and like something I really wanted to think about what that means in my spiritual walk to to look for the bottom, look to our way, Lord. Like if you ever go to like an old cathedral or the old church, and they had these high ceilings or they have like this beautiful artwork up at the top. <laughs> The purpose was that is when you look at the beauty and you look up top, you're looking towards the heavens. You're looking towards the Lord. And I think sometimes in our relationship is if we're not careful as a church, as an institution, we look down upon people. And I saw this trailer for this movie about the 60s, about like the hippie movement. Yes, Have I you know, seen that trailer? Was yeah. The, um, was it the Jesus Revolution? The Jesus Revolution. Yeah, something about Jesus Revolution where like, the church was like, didn't want hippie-ish mm-hmm. people, yes. but they're like, we love Jesus too. And it's like, it was, I don't know. So I want to watch the movie before I say if it's good or not. But it just, it's kind of like that mentality of like, mm, like, who are you? Uh, and I, I think I do that sometimes too. So I'm trying to, to work on that. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to go super deep at the end of our episode. People were like, oh, this oh is I loved it. And it was like, give some stuff to think about. Yeah. Call yeah. us the well because we're always deep. What's up? Yeah. Come on. Let's go. Boom. <laughs> we did it. Uh, if you ha- yeah. Yeah, we'll do a little air fist bump for you, Gracie. If you haven't already, we're on Apple and Spotify. If you could leave us a five star review on Apple, it'd be fantastic. We love the fact you subscribe. We're on YouTube. As of today, we have 60 subscribers. All you got to do is go to your YouTube app, type in the Great White Buffalo podcast. Got to put podcast on there. It pops up with our little logo. You just click subscribe. Bell notification. Yeah, Yeah, click the bell for notifications, the the like buttons. Click on all of our videos, like them. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, comment any questions. Literally, you can change our world with a minute of your time opening up the YouTube app and doing that. And we're just trying to get more video content. So that's what we're doing. We love you. Maisie, Gracie, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us. And thank you all for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast.